Hey, uh, Hello? hold on one second, bro. I know, I know you just uh, called me, but I need a second. Y- you feel me? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm playing, actually. I didn't need a second. Actually, I did need. I was, That's pretty I was, funny. Oh, I started with a bit, right? But then it turned it out. It turned out that uh, my audio wasn't right. So I did actually need like half a second to, to hear you through my headset. So the bit was denied. Like, you know how they so do you, the, So you already court. took your second. I took my second, yes. While I was saying that I needed a second, I was taking that second. I'm a That's man of my word. That's crazy. You know me. That's Mr. Crazy. crazy. They call me they call me crazy uh crazy craven. Crazy craven. Wow, what a medieval fucking mythical <laughs> sounding name that is. Dang. Don't 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 hate the name, bro. Don't hate on me. This is the name my parents gave me. Oh no! Nah. Your parents from dang Romania, uh, Yugoslavia. From the MCU. Right. Oh no! Nah, nah, no wait, what, what's the place in the MCU? What's the place in the MCU called? The you know the one where like the they were from? Oh the the where the the, the, the twins? twins Sokovia yeah. Sokovia yeah that's Sokovia where my parents Sokovia courts <laughs> so they got bombed yeah it was it was a tragic day but um you know they we they had already uh moved out. They're immigrants over here, and they so raised y'all me didn't over get here. Bombed. I didn't get bombed. The city got bombed. Not okay. me. I was fine. I was friends and family back home. Friends and family, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty yikes. You know, you remember the whole city just like fell. It just collapsed. Yeah, it's crazy. Ultron kind of hold y'all. Ultron did. He said he saw the internet for fifteen seconds and said everybody needs to die. And so for some reason he chose to he chose my home country. Ha. Make, y'all even, make, I heard y'all even got internet over there. So that's what's what up I'm that? saying, bro. We got like that. Uh, you remember dial up? Yeah, that I was do. the latest. That was the premium that we had. Oh, so, uh, no. you know, we, we weren't even really about that internet lifestyle. You know, we still had like the grandmas of the church out here saying that internet is the devil, you know, stuff like that. So honestly, we were on his side and he that's went and crazy. dropped, he, he went and dropped the, the allies. Yeah. Wait a minute. I forgot who he didn't drop the city, right? I mean, that was his plan. He was going to pick up the city, drop it, and then cause like a damn, it was basically a meteor strike. Mm-hmm. Dang, gotcha, gotcha. A big bang. No, I don't remember. Big... I don't remember shit from <laughs> that movie except Quicksilver getting clapped for no reason. Woo! Woo! It was for a reason. They didn't have any space for him in the in the series afterwards. That was Jesus the reason. Jesus Christ. They could have like ridden him out like. He ran away or something. He's so fast nah, you can't see him. If he's just if he's always you know, that's you can't do that in superhero series where you can't just have somebody out there because you know the I fans mean, are always going to be asking. He's just out there. there. Why wasn't he here? Why wasn't that's he in this episode? True, Why wasn't that's he true. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think they can't. Kevin Feige him a knows bit what different. he's doing. That's how you pronounce his name, Feige. Yeah. What did you think it was? I thought it was like Fage or something. Like you know, like beige. Kevin Fage. <laughs> I swear to you, fair. bro. I it's thought fair. it was. Ke- it looks. It kind of looks like Fage. It's Feige. I think. Yeah. No way, bro. It is. It is. Feige. You, I see it. Wow. You definitely. You just blew my mind on that one. I legitimately like. Because isn't beige spelled that way? Just with a. With yeah. A I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. Mm. Um, it should. You know. Going by the English language, it should be mm-hmm. uh Fage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what's, what's crazy? What's crazy, bro? He only I'm a, I'm on his Twitter right now. He only has half a million followers. 
But I guess he is kind of like the hedge honcho. So people don't really, you don't even know his name. You don't even yeah. know his last name. I don't so. know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I've seen his name so many. I didn't, I feel like I didn't really like conceptualize his name. Like it didn't, it didn't make a little space in my brain until this past year. That's when I started to re- I mean, recognize him. If I was Kevin Feige and I only had 523,000 <laughs> followers, I I feel kind of some, some type of way about that. Cause I'm yeah. that dude. I'm actually yeah. that dude. You just make the big decisions. Just make the big. I'm responsible for the best cinematic universe of your lifetime. You mm, know, he started though. Did he start it? I'm pretty. Yeah. Was he there the whole time? That's a good question. I'm not I think sure. We gotta we gotta give credit to um, the entire the entire crew. I don't want to give him any singular credit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let's get this damn episode started Before we start going on the Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige The Feige cast Feige cast Oh man I mean And also this is supposed to be a monthly cool down But we're gonna punt that to next week Cause we gotta okay. talk about Psychonauts Yes We gotta yes. talk about Psychonauts So let's go ahead and do the sync up And then uh, we'll get into the old Sorry about my yawn there But it's the pre-show. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you, know? you can't stop us. What are you gonna you do? Stop. Send us, us hate mail. You gotta join the Discord for that. Yeah, send us hate. We only read stuff on the Discord, so you gotta join the Discord for the hate mail. All right, here we go. On three, let's clap and get into the show. One, two, three, clap. clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 166 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Mail, along with my co-host, the newest Motherlope intern himself. Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene Lakpa. I'm just a, you know, a nice little intern here at the at the Motherlobe, and I hope you guys really treat me kindly. I hope nobody tries to bully me or haze me or anything like that. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good VO or VA. <laughs> I don't know what they call it, VA voice acting. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Oh no! Had a little something stuck in my throat. This is how I actually sound as an intern. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) You little old. You little older. Hit puberty. I'm I'm like Bishop Sycamore, bro. Oh my! Not Bishop. I don't know if we have enough time to talk about that. I I need a movie, bro. That's all. I need a Bishop Sycamore movie. That's ridiculous. It needs to be a thriller too, bro. (laughs) It needs to be a thriller. I need some. I need it from the fucking cop ESPN investigative can we, can we get like, a, like can we just do like a quick two minute recap on bishop sycamore because like i think i know most of the facts but i don't know if i have like the full story and i feel like you so have the basically story. i mean basically from what we know right now uh there was a report going on espn got tricked because you know 
there's a school, Bishop Sycamore. Uh, they said they yo. had a bunch of D1 athletes. Not tricked. Uh, so they, tele- they got tricked. They televised this game versus Image Academy, which, frankly, is supposed to be a high school. These D1 athletes, these other D1 athletes, these are real D1 athletes. <laughs> so uh, it turns out, you know, and there, there's a clip. There's a clip of the game, the ESPN announcers being like, well, they said they had a lot of D1 athletes. We were not able to look up anybody in the database. We couldn't find literally Whoa. any of their players, blah, blah, blah. So they're like, uh, okay. Um, and it turns out Bishop Sycamore, fake school, basically, you know, more fake than DeVry University. Wow. You know, Somehow they finessed themselves into this game, uh, but all the players are like random. Like they they've been since been graduated <laughs> high school. Some players wow. have played on college teams before. The coach had an active arrest arrest warrant for some fraud charges out, uh, and they still got mollywop by by the actual high school. They got mollywop like fifty eight to zero or something like I that. I saw that. That's insane. That's crazy. These are grown men that got. I'm bullied by some uh, <laughs> by some high, high, school. high schoolers. Wow! Um, and then there was just more details coming out. Somebody, some one of the players, basically saying they got tricked. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> they were all sleeping in the same. He was like, "Oh yeah, they told us that there was going to be a Netflix show about this." Blah blah blah. They were all oh, sleeping in, no. in the same house on the floor. They were like, yeah, we had to steal from the supermarket just to eat. I'm like, wait a Holy second, shit. what are we talking about? Can no we, way. Can we just rewind and figure out what is happening right here? Yeah, they make so it a movie out of this one. Apparently the head coach got fired, mm-hmm. the one who had an arrest warrant, but also the whole school is a scam. So who knows, man? Who knows <laughs> so how do you get fired if you don't even, like, don't your know, place of bro. employment isn't even real? I don't even know how they were paying this man. Like, Who was we'll paying see, him? Man. I, I don't know. Apparently That's too many, been too many scamming, questions. They've been scamming churches and stuff, trying to get donations. Wow. That's crazy, man. Bishop Hell. Bishop Sycamore. Keep your eyes out. Um, and then sorry, my alarm for feeding floor just went off. Um, but yeah, that's that's the quick spiel on Bishop Sycamore. Go look it up. It is insane and super wacky. And I was definitely shocked yesterday when I found out about it. So um but this isn't a football podcast. This is a video game podcast, all right? So before we get into things, uh, just a quick minor reminder, guys. If you guys want to help support the show, you can go to playerplayerpod.com. You can go to the bottom of the page, visit our Kofi link, donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support the show monetarily, you can uh, help by uh, sharing the show to your friends and leaving a positive review on iTunes or your platform of choice. Um, and join the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. We'll give you an invite to the group. Uh, join the discord uh, chat have a good time uh, and all that good stuff let's get into it man let's let's let's, let's let's recap the week and then let's let's get into some psychonauts to talk so how okay. you doing um week is going pretty well bro you know i'm gonna start it off with the work highlights um the fact that i'm ahead on my work you know it's not like i'm just wow. barely by. Your boy feels ahead, and I'm definitely going to be able to relax going into this uh, long weekend that we have um, coming that's up beautiful. soon. So that's going to be a, that's a dub here. Um, other than that, your boy, oh, big, big, big news here. It's big little news, I would say. Little big news. That's what we'll call it. Um, okay. Your boy copped a Genki Shadowcast. 
Now, if you don't know what that is, ladies and gentlemen, I sure that don't. is a capture card for consoles. A very Whoa. lightweight. It's a, a very like small. It's literally sh- like the size of like a little dongle, like a USB drive that you would plug into your computer. You're supposed to plug this like directly into your Switch. You can plug it in your PS5, plug it in, and then hook up this USB-C cable to your PC, and boom, you're able to, um, you know, record your footage. It just shows your footage on your PC screen. And in addition to that, your boy copped an HDMI splitter. So, you know, this this little shadow cast device has some noticeable lag to it. So if I'm out here trying to play Smash, I can't, you know, I can't I can't be playing just off looking off the screen that's showing on my, on my right. computer. They get that uh, that input lag. You know I'm gonna be screaming at somebody. You know I'm gonna be yelling. So um, had to get this splitter, and the setup is looking pretty nice right now. I can play Smash on the computer, stream it to Discord, stream it to Twitch. You know, do whatever, whatever I need to do with that. Um, so just just a little heads up. The future is gonna be looking kind of bright. We're gonna have some uh, some events maybe happening. We're using my little Genki Shadow Cast, so just be on the lookout. Okay. Join the Discord if you want to join. If you want to be a potential competitor, if you want to beat my ass and smash in front of a live studio audience, go ahead and join the Discord, bro. Please, okay. I beg okay. you. I want somebody to beat my ass. You won't, but you know, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna be able to to flex a little bit, and we can get that uh, Mario Tennis rematch going. Oh since no, I know, you don't want we, that. We need it. The pe- the fans are they've been wanting it for a long time. By the fans, I mean me, because I I can't accept defeat. Okay, all right, well. And uh, yeah, I mean, time and place. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the time and I'll give you the place because you know we got to get the bets going back on. We we still need there's bubble tea to be uh swapped. Um, yeah. yeah, I miss those days. You know, our sweet hut days where we would uh bet and gamble in Rocket League matches. We might also get that going as well. Um, but other than that, man, I'm trying to. Think. Oh, I guess I'll update the folks on uh, my beloved little cat, Cayenne. Um, you know, he's not been drinking water recently. He's a very bad boy. He, he's sitting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll look at his water bowl and he'll say, absolutely not. So we've resorted to tricking him. So now we take his food bowl and we just douse the whole bowl in water. And this man is, has to eat goopy, goopy food. Oh, no. Nah. So we're basically forcing him to drink water. But the man is a psychopath, okay? So he does not care one bit. We go in, every time we feed him now, and we go, and like, you know, we pour water in there. It's like looking gross. It's like completely like submerged. When I come back in five, when I tell you it's five minutes, bro, that bowl is dry. And it, oh it, 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 it looks like, like, a pro, like he got up himself onto the counter, scrubbed it down, and you know, dried it out and put it back on the. On Ain't the no. <laughs> that's how. That's how uh, you know crazy our boy is. So he's a he's a he's a big boy. That's all. That's all I'll say. He's a big that's boy. Crazy. Um, but other than that, life is good, bro. What's uh? What is? What are the latest updates from the Hooper household? Uh, Hooper household. Um, parents came in. They were here all yes. last week, so that was a good time. Showed them around Seattle bank account was absolutely drained because they were here for seven days and i was like dang these meals added uh-huh. <laughs> um but it was a good time nonetheless uh started running out of things to do but then the day it was nice just to hang with my parents for a bit you got any uh, uh restaurant recommendations for the seattle the seattle folks or the seattle bound folks i mean i got plenty bro i got plenty vons thousand spirits if you on your tourist stuff like it's a pretty nice place downtown uh emerald city fish and chips if you're trying to get that 
that fish and chips fix. Um, uh, soy recently went to soy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a pretty solid place. I mean, just hit me up on the discord or hit me up in my text. If you, you got, gotta, my I got, you gotta join the discord y'all got places on places on places. So there's that. Um, other than that, been trying to squeeze in some psychonauts time in between hanging with the parents. Um, took off like basically half most of last week, uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. through Friday. Um, so I was chilling, man. I was chilling, playing psychonauts, hanging with the parents. Flora got spayed. Sad. Or, yeah, spayed on a Friday. So she's wearing a cone right now, recovering. But she did very well. So she's just trying to chill in. Um, and yeah, that, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Um, okay, you okay. Know, Donda dropped finally. Donda dropped. Donda dropped. Did I still haven't to listened it? to the final album all the way through. I, okay. I had like the I listened to the mix that I had way before the album dropped. I listened to that all the way through, but I have not listened to the final mixed official version. So mm. I need to make my way through that. And of course we got. Uh, Choosy Lover Boy coming out, um, or, or whatever it's called, certified, Cer- certified. certified. I don't know what I'm calling choosy it. Choosy Lover Boy. <laughs> Dang, certified Lover Boy. I don't know why I have the word choosy stuck in my head for some choosy reason baggies. recently, but choosy beggar, certified Lover Boy, getting them ladies pregnant, as the album cover suggests. Lord have uh, mercy. Unfortunately, um, so you know we got we got some music coming up. I'm certainly listening to that immediately all the way through. So. Um, but yeah, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Um, so let's just jump into it, man. Psychonauts 2. Um, before we jump into our thoughts and everything on the game, I want to get better at giving the people at home a quick overview of what the game is, um, the backstory on the game, if there is any backstory and kind of what the plot is and what type of game it is. So, uh, just off the bat, Psychonauts 2 is the following up, obviously, to Psychonauts 1, the original Psychonauts. Uh, which came out, I believe, in like 2005, 2006. Um, and this game is a game that you know, has been long in the works. Uh, Psychonauts was kind of a cult classic. People loved it. Uh, they wanted more from it. And the studio that made it is named Double Fine. Uh, and they were a smaller studio. Um, and they were like, look, like we don't really have enough funding to, to get this game made. So they started a Kickstarter quite some time ago got funded and stuff they were you know working on it taking their time uh obviously small studio even with the kickstarter their funding wasn't insane given Mm -hmm. all the work they had to do so it was a long arduous process uh for this game to get developed and they were continuously giving us updates but you know it's been in development for i don't know well over eight years maybe 10 years i don't know um uh until microsoft bought them uh, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, basically kind of secured them in the funding department, basically said, take all the time you need, finish this game up, um, and get this out the door for not only Xbox people, but everybody you promised the game to. So PC and PlayStation as well. Um, and the game finally came out. Um, it finally came out last week, long awaited. Yes. Um, very special game um, because Double Fine is well known for their specific style. Uh, they definitely don't really uh, follow the traditional pattern of game development. All of their stuff is you know, usually wacky or funny or, or wild or out there. Psychonauts 
2 is no different. Uh, so here we are. Game is finally out. Um, a lot of people have not played the first one just because of how big of a gap it is. But, um, you know, there's still a lot of excitement and marketing around the second one dropping. Um, and basically, the second one is about uh, the main character from the first one, Rasputin, uh, a young kid who ran away from uh, his circus family to come join Psychonauts camp. He does that all in uh, Psychonauts 1, and then eventually he is promoted to an intern in Psychonauts 2, um, where he's trying to get to the bottom of this mystery, uh, where this dark, evil, psycho psychic force uh, villain is basically being rumored to be resurrected. Um, so he's basically helping everybody get to the bottom of that. Um, also, there's a PSVR game in the middle called Rhombus of Ruin. Um that talks about um, basically the head of the psychonauts gets kidnapped. They save him, and he's still kind of in like a comatose state at the beginning of, the, of this game. So that that kind of plays a factor as well. Uh, but it's a platformer. You're jumping around. You have power, so you're doing a little bit of fighting uh, here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. It's it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's kind of hard to describe with words, but the writing is definitely interesting. The art style is interesting in terms of it reminds me of maybe like old school Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's Psychonauts in a nutshell. Do you have anything you want to add uh, in um, terms of the description? No, I think you kind of kind of nailed kind of gave the the folks a nice little wrap up of, you know, kind of the world of Psychonauts and like kind of what's Perfect. taking place in the, the sequel game. Perfect. So uh, how far I mean, without spoilers, I guess, um, how far are you or how um, far so do you think you are? And what are your thoughts so far? Overall thoughts? OK, um, so as far how far I am, I've. Look up um, on IGN. There's only two more areas, or I guess like two more quote unquote levels that I have to complete mm -hmm. um, before I beat the game, um, which puts me relatively close to the end. Um, I don't think mm -hmm. I have, I probably have like maybe two to three more hours left of gameplay if I'm gauging it correctly based on the previous levels um, that I've gone through. Um, now, about the game itself, you know, I. I I think what was this last week or around the time that I first started playing the game, I wanted to do a little bit right in the beginning where I was going to be like, yeah, I hate Psychonauts 2 because I didn't get to play the first one. <laughs> Actually, I like it, but I can't even do that mm -hmm. bit, bro. This game is so dope that like, you know, it's just like, fuck the bit, bro. The game is lit. I don't want anybody, you know, thinking I'm saying anything negative about this game. It's truly a, it's truly a gem of this year so it's definitely a highlight i definitely put it right up there next to death's door in terms of how much i'm enjoying the game um i think mm -hmm. it just really it just really nails like what it means to be a game you know it, it's super fun uh everything seems very like well designed and i think you know they've how many years has it been 15 16 years since the previous psychonauts they've had a lot of time to really like put that polish on this game really like put their mark on this game and I think that they executed this game flawlessly. Um, I don't. I don't even really have like a lot of like you know critiques about this game. And even if, I think I may have one, but I'll save that for later in the episode. And later in this episode. But overall, man, this game is a this game is a nine out of ten 
pushing pushing nine point five or something like that in my in my mind. And I I think that most people should. I think most people would like to play this game. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. if you're looking for a game, definitely try playing this game. Even if you're not looking for a game, go ahead and pick up Psychonauts too. Even if you if you want to pay for it, if you want to play it on Game Pass, do whatever you got to do. Play this game. It's that fun. Nice, nice. So, uh, well, it looks like, you know, last week we were on two sides of the spectrum. It doesn't really happen that often in the podcast. We were kind of, uh, you loved a game and I hated it or vice versa. Um, but it looks like we're there again this week. Unfortunately, as the more I play it, the more Psychonauts is not hitting for me. Uh, unfortunately. Wow. Psych! This game is fucking wow. awesome. Let's go. Wow. Let's go, baby. He did the bit, y'all. He did the bit. I did the bit. I took the bit, reversed it, chopped, wow. screwed it, and then played it out. Let's go, baby. But hey, you got on me. a I'm serious note. You, you did get me there. I, I went ahead and uh, freaking got you, baby. But um, yeah, on a serious note, uh, I played, you know, Psychonauts was always a game that I was interested in because I remember vividly, you know, back in my room, however old I was, watching Cheat on G4. They did an episode on Psychonauts and just watching the episode of Cheat and them kind of walking through the story and different beats and stuff. I was like, this game looks wild. This game looks so fun and and wacky. Like, I'm totally into this and I just never played it for whatever reason. Uh, so with the hype of Psychonauts 2 coming, uh, this year I played Psychonauts 1 and coming off of that game, going into this game, man, um, I, I, I tweeted this out, but I truly don't know if there has ever been a case where fans have waited for a sequel and it has delivered this much on, on what the sequel should have been. Like we're talking Duke Nukem, we're talking, uh, uh, Half-Life 3, which is never coming out. We're talking <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, all like, There are a lot of these different cases. Shinmu 3. A lot of these different cases where people have been waiting for a game and begging for a game. And it's just like, it just took so long to come out that it just doesn't really age well. It doesn't really satisfy what the fans wanted or what new people want. I think Psychonauts knocks it out of the park, man. Uh it's really hard to find something bad to say about this game. And I know my credibility is a little shaky with some of you people because I said uh, 12 <laughs> minutes was, was decent uh, and could be fixed with patches. But, man, Psychonauts is really in a league of its own. Um, it's definitely up there with me. Um, with Death's Door, it takes two uh, with some of my favorite experiences of the year. And right now it's pretty hard for me to even figure out why this wouldn't be game of the year based on the games that I've played so far. Um, and that's you said a why it wouldn't we'll, be game of the year. Right. Right. Like, gotcha. Um, and that's a discussion we'll have later in the year. Once we get past death loop and we take time to marinate on all these games, but man, from the, the writing, to the voice acting, to the mechanics. I'm loving it all, man. I'm loving it all. Um, and it does that perfect thing of surprising me around every corner, every time you enter a new person's mind, how they portray that mind, how they 
incorporate the mechanics into into the theme and all that stuff they don't i think they just knock it out of the park every time so um i'm loving yeah, speaking, it man. I, speaking and, of mind like i think uh that's definitely one of the areas that i really thought like shines in this game i every time like like you were saying every time you go into somebody's mind you never really know what's going on um or you never really know what it's going to look like and i think that each area that you you know kind of you know explore and discover kind of it, it's just it's it's visually very like stunning like you walk in you're like whoa this is like well designed this looks so good mm-hmm. like you know I, you know screw the graphics and whatnot because you know obviously this game is not like you know running ray tracing and all that this right. every it's just designed in such a way that you're like whoa this looks like a very fun place i want to explore it kind of like uh damn what's a good comparison i want to say it kind of just gives me like like a okay bear with me y'all let's throw it back so went back when you're a little kid you're going back you're you're at your mcdonald's you go into your little play place you know mm. you know how the play place just looks so fun like remember i'm talking about when you were a kid i'm not talking about like now right. looking back thinking about right, like right. the a play place you, you probably think about it now as like eh, it's kind of gross but when you were a kid you kind of like look up you see all these like slides you see all these like beautiful bright vibrant colors just think about that like joy that you felt when your mom was like, all right, yeah, you can go and play in there for, you know, 20 minutes or something like that. That's the kind of joy that I got out of like, you know, kind of exploring some of these areas within Psychonauts 2. And you guys just need to, you guys have to experience it, you know, because you probably, I know everybody's thinking that I'm, I'm losing it right now. I need to get my mind checked out, but you guys just got to see it for yourself. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, the level design is definitely one of the highlights of this game where, uh, I would say there's three there's three minds or there's three moments mm-hmm. uh maybe four where you're like okay they're pretty they're teeing this up pretty hard like when I go into this mine it will be this kind of level it's pretty obvious but even still I think all of those even those four different uh cases still took me for a loop and threw what I even expected on its head, right? For example, um, not really spoilers. There's like a bowling centric themed level, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and like whatever you think would be a bowling themed level, especially <laughs> at that point into the game, like when you have certain powers and you've done certain things, you're like, oh, I guess I'll probably be doing this. No. It's definitely not whatever you way think it different. Is. It's completely different. And I'm so glad every experience, uh, every level was like that. Um, and they all just have so much character, even when you're in the hub worlds um, and you're just kind of walking around uh, the mother lobe, they call it, um, and just interacting with the different areas there. Man, it's just so refreshing like it still feels fun it still feels like oh man i can't wait to see what's around this corner um so you know kudos to double fine for putting so much care and detail into the world everything feels i never go into a room and feel like ah this room kind of sucks like Mm -hmm. i usually go in i'm like oh man like i got i want to talk to this guy and see what they're gonna say and they usually say something funny or dumb or, or witty or whatever i'm like oh man that's that was just satisfying and I just keep moving along and, and I feel like almost every room, whether it's a hallway or an actual room or a little side room or whatever kind of has those moments to them. So, um, turn up for the level design, which kind of 
I, I want to segue uh, mm-hmm. to the writing and I want to ask you what do you think about the characters uh, and the jokes and, and, and the, the voice acting and all that stuff that they do with the characters throughout the game. I think that the writing is pretty dope. You know, I think it's definitely leans on the side of being childish, you know, because I, you know, I kind of associate Psychonauts with being, you know, kind of a childish game. I know it is rated T, but, you know, it, I would say it's like a, a teen game, quote unquote, or something like that. Um, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't like play into that too hard to the point where it gets like cringy. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, they're constantly, you know, throwing out gag lines, you know, having the characters talking about, oh yeah, swag YOLO. <laughs> like things that they think would be funny. It's like, in my opinion, I think it's genuinely funny. And they're like the little quips and just like small little convo dialogues. They're all, they all like have like a, I don't know, bro. Like there's just like a certain flair to them that all, they all fit into the world and make it it's seem. Definitely, yeah, go ahead. It's definitely timeless, like timeless. Timeless. Writing. I think that's the way to describe it. Yes. Where like even playing Psychonauts one and going back and playing stuff like a lot of the dialogue for there still kind of hit. And mm-hmm. like maybe I'm not busting out laughing every line, but a lot of it was kind of like, oh, man, like I see what they're going here. This is pretty clever or, or whatever. And it's even it kind of hit me twice as hard in this one where um, there's a lot of lines where, you know, as a kid, you'd be watching Nickelodeon and you like you'll see tweets about oh yeah do you remember in this Rugrats episode when they said this well it has a different meaning now that you're an adult Psychonauts has a lot of those fun moments where they're saying stuff and I'm like oh man this is clever how they kind of snuck this in here for the older audience like and they kind of you know do a great job at dancing the line of like, Hey, this, this is, can be for kids and teenagers. But if you're an adult playing this, Hey, we're throwing some really like funny adult lines or adult like references in there, um, to, to keep you entertained and stuff, which I really liked. It's kind of like on, it's like Shrek grind a little bit, you know, I think Shrek yeah. kind of like had that, you know, perfect little balance between kitty and adult humor. Yeah. I, and I think, when we talk about like Ratchet and Clank, uh, mm-hmm. it's not really a good comparison because the two games at, at their core are different. Um, just how they play, how they feel, all that stuff. When we talk about what didn't work for me in Ratchet and Clank, it was kind of the story um, and kind of the direction they took the story. And it all just kind of felt like, all right, this is a Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, the jokes are kind of like, just like, oh, kitty, kitty video gamey, like, I don't know, kid cartoony jokes, like not something that is, it it just kind of felt like cookie cutter. Like, Hey, we opened the book of kid jokes or just general Mm -hmm. whatever. And we're pulling out of those and we're taking, you know, we're taking out of the template of like, you know, generic kid plots or whatever. And we're going to put this in and paste this in. I think Psychonauts kind of goes above and beyond in that regard where, you know, yeah, the Ratchet and Clank characters were, funny and, and entertaining at points but the psychonauts characters all have very unique personalities um and the more you talk to them the more you kind of go in depth with these characters and it's not all good and it's not just like good and bad or like in ratchet and clank there was a character who's like oh i did a bad thing so i'm very sad about this thing that i did and basically through the game i need to redeem myself and understand that i can move on mm, from this bad my thing. god 
in in Psychonauts 2, there's like a character who is like, oh, I love animals. Like me and animals have a great relationship. And there's like this underlying joke like, well, well, I don't know if this person should really be around animals. Like this is kind of sketch. This person is a hazard. And, and there's a lot of different, like basically every character has that kind of personality where you're like, oh man, like this is kind of the deal with this character. And it's kind of fun. And the more you play the game, the more they dig into it and flesh it out and make it seem like, all right, like I could watch a TV show, a Psychonauts TV show with these characters for a season, two seasons, whatever, and be happy with mm-hmm. this. Um, and even the side, like random ass side characters that, you know, I went to this level basically really close to the end of the game. Uh, I went into this mind and there are a lot of just one-off characters where you will talk to them once and you'll probably never talk to them again. But a lot of them were very creative and it just seemed like they just kind of sat in a writing room for a day and was basically like, what dumb characters can we throw into this level? Because we kind of have an excuse to throw a lot of them in and it worked so well where almost every character, every interaction, every little cutscene I had with these throwaway characters was memorable and funny and like oh like this is it's pretty clever that they added this in here so um man i i I think what works for me in psychonauts probably the most is the writing and the atmosphere they set with the characters and and how they tackle the plot and comedy and everything and i think they kind of knock it out of the park there i'm about to i'm about to say something a little controversial you know and i'm I'm ready to i'm ready to defend myself in the uh in the discord but um, I think maybe Psycho, you know, and I don't, it's obviously not like the fairest of comparisons here, but mm-hmm. I'm putting, I'm, I might have to put Psychonauts above like Mario type platformer games. You know, if we're looking at games Whoa. that are, we're looking at games that are platformers, Psychonauts offers more than Mario does. Hands down. Wow. 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 Mario, okay. Mario has no writing. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, that's all true. it has is that's like, true. you know, the, it's, you know, exploration factor, which Psychonauts has. And I feel like kind of does it better. It has that, you know, collect-a-thon style of gameplay. Psychonauts also has that. And I think that the, they're kind of like, you know, on the same, you know, le- like field in that regard. And I just think everything that Mario does, Mario's like outdated at this point. You know, that's your, mm. that's your, that's your dad's platformer psychonauts is maybe not necessarily the maybe not necessarily the platformer of the future but like maybe it's like your big brothers your big brother or your cousin's platformer okay and it's more up to date okay. i think and i think that it can kind of help usher in like a new generation of platforms i want okay. game i want more games to be like like psychonauts i want people to start you know referring to future platformers as like oh this is kind of like psychonauts not this is kind of like mario sunshine or mario galaxy or something like that controversial take yeah. i know but i'm gonna stick with it bro i i get where you're coming from i, I won't go that far because still kind of reminiscing on mario odyssey i do feel like that's the gold standard for at least mechanics like story-wise mechanics, not yes. so much i can see that uh but you know, even even considering Psychonauts as the whole package, just thinking about that 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 package of Mario Odyssey, I'm not ready to make that claim yet. But I'm absolutely with you 
Uh, and that Psychonauts really is something that we haven't seen in recent years at all in terms of platformers. Um, and that's why I like it so much, right? Like when I talk about my favorite games um, and, and what kind of, you know, takes the game to the next level for me, it's things like It Takes Two, it's things like Death's Door, um, and now Psychonauts, things that really kind of say, hey, look, you know, this is this formula. We're making our own thing here. We don't really care. Like we're paying homage to stuff that's, you know, that that's come before. But for the most part, this is our own thing. And we're here to surprise you, not for shock, not for shock value sake, but more of like, hey, like we're here to try out some interesting game mechanics. We're here to try out some interesting storytelling uh, uh, mechanisms. We're here to, you know, approach platforming from this angle or, or game, certain game mechanics from this angle. So uh, in the platformer genre, man, uh, Psychonauts really, I think, kind of took the crown with this one so far. And I, 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 I think it controls fantastically. Um, mm -hmm. And my litmus test for this is like, or like the moment where the light bulb went off is there's kind of like this um, there. I'll just say there's a level where you you're traveling along these like windy rainbow roads. Um, and you have this ability from the first game where you can like basically use this levitating ball and run on it to kind of, you know, get a little speed boost. It's kind of like a sprint. Um, and I'm using this levitating ball on these winding roads. And I'm like, this should not be controlling this well. Like I should be falling off. This should be a headache. Like I shouldn't like, usually if I do this in a game, it won't really work like I want it to. And I'm kind of like, Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. But it works really well in this. And I'm like, Oh man, this controls really well. And the times where things don't control as well, in my opinion, are times where it's justified. Like, Oh, you're carrying this thing. So your controls are a little bit off. It feels a little bit weird in this moment because you're controlling this thing or you're standing on this or that. Um, so yeah, I, I think the control, like, like I said, it's really hard to find something bad to say about this game. Um, especially like mechanics are good. I, I will say the powers, like this is a game that I wish I had an elite controller for because <laughs> like, juggling under, the powers yeah, and like, you know, switching between certain powers for certain battle situations still doesn't feel a hundred percent right. And honestly, I kind of tank my way. Like I still use strategy and I'm like, Oh, this, this, this enemy is weak to this and that, but I still take a lot of damage in some really big heavy enemy fights with like a lot of bigger, stronger enemies. Mm -hmm. And just because I have so many health bars at this point, it's kind of like, Oh, I can take these hits all day and still win the fight. But I wish combat, there was a way for combat to feel a lot smoother or it was easier to choose a certain three uh, like three sets of powers that I could really kind of hone for combat and maybe use three sets for exclusively outside of battle and then, you know, have them cross over now every now and again, which I guess is what they do, but it still doesn't feel, I could be tighter. If that's the only nitpick I, I have, I'd say they could probably go back and somehow make combat feel a little bit better. I think we need to explain a little bit about like how the combat like how each bumper and uh trigger buttons are like your abilities i don't think we i don't mm -hmm. do, do we explain that 
to the Not folks really. You want to you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'll just give a quick overview. Basically, you know, you've got like a series of powers that you can use, and each one you uh, can assign to, um, you know, right bumper, left bumper, right trigger, left trigger. You know, obviously that's four buttons. They give you nine powers. You know, which throughout the game, yeah. you're gonna have like you're gonna have different situations, different scenarios, different types, even different types of enemies that call on you needing uh, needing different powers. So this ends up with you have this ends up looking like you going into your menu mid battle like kind of like swapping out like okay yeah i'm gonna need this this one this one this one okay got it and then you get back to your battle um or even it may even end up being you like swapping out one ability using that one and swapping it right back out you know and that just kind of makes the the combat a little clunky and that that was my um my little critique of the game is that the combat did feel a little clunky to me and Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's it may just be me not fully understanding the combat system, even this late in the game. I just felt like I was just getting hit so much. You know, I felt like there were attacks that I feel like in a game like this, I should be able to avoid or shouldn't be hitting the way that they're hitting and kind of uh, spoil the combat aspect for me. Like even the, the enemies that they introduced right in the beginning, the smack dab in the beginning, I still, I don't have problems with them, but they still, they still hit me. You know, and I'm sitting here like, okay, bro, I'm 10 plus hours in this game. and I'm still getting hit by a grunt number one. Like what gives? Yeah. Like why, why is this the case? So I think that uh, that is one like kind of gripe I have with this game. Other than that, like I said, game's fantastic. Yeah, you summed up pretty well. I'm exactly there with you. Um, but, you know, honestly, combat is, you know, for all things considered, it's few and far between. Most of the game is platforming. Uh, you'll attack an enemy here or there. Uh, every now and again, they'll introduce a new type of enemy that is originally a boss battle, and then it'll kind of, or a mini boss battle, and eventually become like a regular enemy you see every now and again. Uh, and only rarely, I would say, are there like these kind of like gauntlets where you have to kind of fight a bunch of enemies at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's never too hard, in my opinion. Um, so. I can't complain that much, but it would definitely be a lot more annoying if there was more fighting in the game. Um, Facts. So one more thing I want to talk about. um, I guess there's a couple more things. Shout out to the music as well. The music, Mm -mm -mm. man, I, there is, the music is so perfectly tailored to each level. Um, It is very high quality. It seems like very orchestral or very well, uh studio recorded a lot of times um like they put a lot of uh tension and and value into the music so shout out to the music um but i also like this game pretty much has everything i love right it it has you know a fun light-hearted but also kind of wacky uh uh dialogue um like it has platforming it has a fun uh overworld um great level design um, but I want to give a shout out to kind of the extra level of storytelling that the game mm-hmm. does with the storytelling behind its mental health, the storytelling behind the collectibles uh, and everything and all like uh, how everything comes together to tell kind of a greater story. Um, like, you know, that's kind of one of the things that saved 12 minutes for me if we kind of go back to last week. Whereas like I finally finished the game and I was like, okay, I kind of get the greater story 
and this kind of saves the game for me. And I think it's pretty good once you see that bigger picture. Psychonauts does not make you wait until the end of the game to see that bigger picture. Um, basically, everything they put into the game, every collectible, uh, level design choices, uh, dialogue, all of that is put into the game for a reason. And it's all there for the most part to tell a, a bigger story. So um, it definitely tackles a lot of different mental health issues uh, in a pretty respectful way, in my opinion. Um, like a lot of the collectibles. So there was this thing in the first game where they had these vaults, uh, which are called like memory vaults or whatever. And you catch them, you open them up and they'll tell you a picture of like, Oh, like this is a memory that this person has locked in their mind. Uh, and in the first game, it was very much like, okay, there's usually one easy vault to find. And that's, that's, you'll see the memory of like, Oh, like this is kind of their backstory. Um, and then there's usually a second vault that's a little bit harder to find. And that kind of symbolizes a more repressed memory. Uh, and it usually has more darker memories or, or or a darker story in it, which I really loved mm -hmm. like the concept of where it's like, it does, the game doesn't tell you this. Like it's not, and never do they hint at this, but as you play more, you kind of realize, Oh, like this is, Whoa, like this kind of gets a little heavy when you open this memory or like, Oh, this is actually what's going on. This is the memory that they're hiding. And this is kind of how the level ties into everything. Um, there was definitely uh, a point in uh, one of the levels where like you're platforming over water and you look at the water and it's not actually water. And I'm like, Whoa, okay, this isn't water. This is something else. And this is now just got a lot heavier for me. Um, now understanding what they're trying to tell here. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of moments like that. Even there's like these little collectibles that if you're trying to collect everything it's not too bad but it does get annoying at points these figments that are all scattered through the level if you take time to look at the figments uh you'll see that they the figments tell a story too um and there was there's kind of it's not really a reveal or a plot twist or anything but there's kind of like a reveal later in the game uh, about a relationship uh between two of the characters or whatever there's a couple different relationships but uh, there's one specific relationship where I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, this is this is unexpected. And then like when I played, when I went back to do collectibles for one of the characters, I started looking at the figments. I was like, oh, wow, interesting. You can kind of see that being hinted at through the figments, which was really, really interesting. Um, so shout out. Like I always, and I can't wait to, you know, beat the game and then kind of, go back and look over interviews or hopefully there's interviews in the future or, or dev commentary or whatever, and kind of just see some of the symbolism and stuff that they were trying to put in there mm -hmm. uh, throughout the game. Nice. Nice. I also want to give a shout out like specifically to like the, the, the cast, you know, I know we kind of talked yes. about like the voice acting being like, you know, amazing or, you know, definitely very good. But like the people that they got behind this game, you know, I, I don't think this is much of a spoiler to kind of like, you know, list the mm -hmm. names of the folks. You, you know, you agree? I don't think this is a spoiler. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I would agree. So, I mean, they got freaking Jack Black, y'all. Come Jack on, Black. bro. Jack Black. The I forgot man. he was in the game. I remember I they said he was in it a while ago. And then I was listening to, I was listening to the voice. And I was like, wait a second. 
This is Jack Black. Sound like Jack Black. Exactly. Moments like that. Um, Elijah Wood. I didn't even reckon. I didn't pick up on Elijah Wood, bro. Elijah Wood's in the game? Yes, he's in the game. Freaking uh, Nick. They got a character named Nick. In the wheelchair? Oh. Uh, Oh. The the mailman. The one everybody loves Nick. Everybody okay, loves okay. Nick. Is, uh, Dang, is that's crazy. I didn't recognize it. I had to. I watched somebody stream while they were playing. They were listening, and they were like, "Wait a minute, that's Elijah Wood." I'm like, "No way, bro. This can't be Elijah Wood." What the heck? Then I started listening a little bit. I was like, "Dang. I mean, I guess it. I guess it is him. It does sound like him." Dang. Shout I out. I was gonna say too. I love Nick. I love that character. Yeah, it's definitely a, a fun little, you know, quirky little character they got in the game. Gotta love Nick. Everybody loves Nick, obviously. Everybody loves um, Nick, yeah. Who else? You know, our dearly beloved Funhouse members, James and Elise, were in there uh-huh. as well. Um, I picked up on them as soon as I heard their, their voice. I was like, wait a minute. That's got to be James and Elise. And I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find it immediately. But then I just saw uh, James posted a video. Mm-hmm. Where he revealed, quote unquote, his uh, his role in in the Psychonauts two cast. So, um, yeah. I was happy that I got it right. And then my personal favorite, or personal favorites, I guess I would say, the um for those who don't know, the voice actor of the main character Rasputin is the voice actor of Invader Zim. So he is yes. it is Zim. So you know you're listening. You can you can definitely you you can hear it. The guy sounds like that. Mm-hmm. I've I've even seen like footage of him in real life he low-key sounds like that just like 24 7 which is kind of <laughs> wild but That's but anyways um then there's a certain other character i'm not gonna spoil what it is a certain other character in the game that is voiced by Gur from invader invader zim so that just that Amazing. just blew my mind i'm like dang we got zim and Gur going crazy my childhood is just busting at the seams right now you just gotta you just gotta take appreciation for our, our voice actors out there i know there may be some other ones that i'm you know not giving the love that they deserve to but just know i appreciate all y'all all any game that has like voice acting i'm appreciating the voice actors bro because they always put in work most yeah. of the time i can't I really mean, think of a game that is uh has let me down with voice acting even the people that i don't recognize or i don't know Facts, still yeah. do a fantastic job i like i i legitimately love pretty much every character there's no character on my like, oh, they could have just removed this character from the game like they all have like really unique personalities and like the way they deliver lines the way that the characters visually react to lines they're animated to react to lines is so good and you really just don't get that too often like f- for one you don't really get a lot of uh voice acted games unless they're triple a games which are a lot of times super serious and a lot of times, like you'll, it'll be the Ratchet and Clank route, where if it's a kid game, they'll just do like, you know, shout out to the voice acting in Ratchet and Clank. I'm not saying it was bad, mm. but it was kind of just like, oh well, this is Ratchet, this is Clank, these are the characters. There's not a lot of flavor there. Uh, there's not a lot of risks taken with how things are delivered or whatever. But Psychonauts is literally like a TV show of Cartoon Network or or, or Nickelodeon, like it really hits right. So. Shout out to everybody. Mm-mm-mm. You got anything else? Cause I don't think I'm I'm all psycho knotted up. Yeah, no, I'm excited to finish this game. Um, I, I think this is gonna be. This is a great one, man. I twelve minutes didn't live up to the hype, but Psychonauts so far has 
absolutely lived up to the hype and in some cases in a lot of cases exceeded the hype so uh, i don't want this game to end but i will probably be beating it tonight so uh, <laughs> damn well i recommend everybody go play it please please put this on your on your must play list i think it definitely deserves a spot yeah yeah absolutely all right well with that let's go ahead and get ready to wrap this episode up thank you guys for listening to player player if you enjoyed it please subscribe to your Subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, you can visit playerplayerpod.com. You guys can follow us on social media at playerplayerpod, or you guys can join the Discord at playerplayerpod.com slash Discord uh, and join the discussion. Big shout out, as always, to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoopman, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on.